Nature at its best is nature at its simplest. At Red Barn, we've kept it simple for 20 years by concentrating on single-ingredient natural dog treats. Because Mother Nature's actually pretty good at this. Bones are just tasty bones. Meat treats are just nourishing meat. It's nature at its simplest. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Natural Treats. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our slow-roasted natural meaty bones. Blog Talk Radio. Five six nine three five eight eight. 
The intro song that you just heard is called Ecstasy by JJ from their album called JJ Number 2. Isn't it great? I know. You know what, guys? On a side note, I would just like to say, if, if there are any musicians out there, if there's anybody out there who, who, you know, if you like to write songs or whatever you do, I don't know what you do, but if, if writing songs is one of the things that you do, it would be so cool to fucking change out that JJ song because I'm kind of, I'm not sick of it. I love it. I think it's great, and it's good to have something that, that is familiar. So every time you tune into Boy Crazy Radio, you hear the same thing, and you're like, oh, I'm home, or whatever you want to think. Anyway, um, it would be kind of fun if we did a new thing where you guys submitted, if if you guys, if people out there uh, were to submit a song that they write for Boy Crazy Radio, it would be very cool if you tried to write your own Boy Crazy Radio theme song. Wouldn't that be great? And then every week I'd play a different theme song, and maybe we could vote on which one we like the best, and then that would be the new theme song, or we could just try a different one every week. Maybe nobody will send me anything. Maybe that will happen. And then in my face, then the fucking joke's on me. But you know what? At least I tried. At least I, I, put, I put myself out there. I'm like naked on the ledge, just standing there, asking you guys to try to write a Boy Crazy Radio theme song. What's so, wrong, what's so wrong about that? I don't think anything's wrong wrong with that. Not at all. You guys, are you sick, tired, newly single, ugly, and getting fatter? Are you the coolest girl girl in school with, with a deep, dark secret? Do you cut yourself? Do you binge and purge? Or maybe you're just too normal? Do you need help approaching and talking to the boy or girl of your drizzity dreams? Then call me. That is what I'm here for. Are, are you binge eating in a corner, picking at your face, contemplating suicide right now? Or... Are you just in dire need of a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast? Then call me. I said it before. I'll say it again. All I want to do is be the big sister you never even knew that you wanted. That is why I'm here. Because for some reason, I'm foaming at the mouth. On a side note. I'm foaming at the mouth. And for some reason, I have the energy and the interest to hear all of your fucking ridiculous bullshit. Um, I want to hear all about it. I want to be the big sister you never knew you wanted, the big sister you don't have. I really love it. I'm an only child. And I and even if I can't help you with your problem, which, you know, maybe I can't help you with your problem. Maybe I cannot help you with your problem. I'm not saying I'm Dr. Drew. I never did. In fact, I keep telling you I'm not Dr. Drew. The point is I'm here to listen and I can at least distract you from whatever turmoil you're going through for like a few minutes. I usually say that I can distract you for a few seconds, but the thing is, I've noticed I I get a little too interested in everybody's situation, so whenever anybody calls, I usually talk to the caller for like 10 minutes. I really have to stop doing that. That's ridiculous. I, I mean, I don't know what my deal is. You know what? You know what my deal is? I care too much. I care too much. Oh, you guys. Anyway. I already said I'm in no way qualified to advise you. I have to tell you that. But, like I said, I can distract you from whatever bullshit you're going through for a little bit. Um, if you emailed me with your problem, chances are I, I returned. I responded to your email telling you to call in. So now is that time. Call in. Uh, if you're listening and uh, and you don't like the, the advice that I give to a caller and you think that you have better advice, then that's great. Feel free to call in and comment on previous callers' problems. As long as somebody gets some good advice, that's great. Um, I'm going to give you some helpfully, hopefully, possibly helpful emergency phone numbers right now. Um, because if you're in a really dark 
situation in, in, dark, in a dark space, if you're in a dark space in your mind or soul, here are some numbers that could help you because they are professionals and they, they maybe know what they're doing more than I do. All right? The first number is for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. This seems pretty self-explanatory. If you're really bummed out and you are seriously contemplating suicide, well, first of all, please don't do it. Um, but call these professionals. The telephone number is area code 1-800-273-TALK, which is area code 1-800-273-8255. Um, here's a wonderful quote that somebody gave me about suicide. He said, suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. So wrap your head around that, all right? Because I've tried to kill myself. I tried to kill myself when I was 15 years old. I was in a coma for a week. I swallowed like a hundred, oh no, 350 pills. I wonder if that number changes every every week when I tell this story. Because I know I fucking tell this story every single week, but you never know. Like the one week, some new suicidal person like tunes in, and I don't I don't tell the story. Like you know, so that's why that's why for those of you who I have no idea why for those of you who listen weekly on a regular basis, that's why you have to endure the annoying bullshit of me telling the story week after week. But I feel like it's important, and I really feel like if you're a good person or or, 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 or are understanding even a teeny tiny bit, you will know why I repeat that story, okay? So get off my back. This is ridiculous. I can't believe we're fighting so soon. We're only, uh, we're only like 12 minutes into the show, and I was like two minutes in, uh, late getting started tonight. So we're like 10 minutes into the show, and we're already fighting. I cannot fucking believe this. Um, yes. So I tried to kill myself when I was 15. I, you know, I'm, I'm very, I'm not 15 anymore. Like it's been a long time since then. So I feel very disconnected from the person I used to be. But at the time, I was doing speed. I was doing cocaine. I was doing ecstasy and acid and and smoking cigarettes. And I had just broken up with my first love, the guy that I lost my virginity to. And you know, I, I have a bad relationship with my father. And I wanted my ex-boyfriend and my father to pay attention to me and be all worried and whatever. So. I was probably coming down from speed, and the come downs, like, you know, when you come down from a drug like speed, come downs from any drug are horrible on your psyche and your 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 heart and your brain and all your other whatever. Blah. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Um, when you're coming down from a drug, it's so overwhelming and it's so devastating and you're so emotional. So I must have been coming down from speed and I wanted all this attention from these people, and I thought trying to kill myself would, would get them to pay attention to me because I thought, yeah, I'm going to die, and then they're going to, like, they're they're going to, I'm going to hover over my funeral, and I'm going to watch them cry and feel so sad and feel, like, you know, and just feel so guilty because they're going to know that they made me kill myself, and they're going to they're gonna miss me so much or whatever. Anyway, that's ridiculous because, uh, anyway, I am so glad I did not die. I didn't die. I'm not that person anymore. I don't do drugs anymore. And I'm not sure if you can hover over your funeral, but I'm glad I didn't find out. I'm glad I didn't find out that that is not the case. But who knows? Anyway, um, I'm going to get to the phone lines at some point in my lifetime. I gave you the number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and now I'm going to give you the number for PlannedParenthood.org. You can visit their website at PlannedParenthood.org, or you can call them at area code 1-800-230-PLAN, which is area code 1-800-230-7526. Planned Parenthood is great because it's like a free clinic or whatever. 
you can go there. You can go there and get free condoms. You can get the morning after pill. You can get, I think you can get a pap smear. You can get an abortion if you need to. I'm not saying that the morning after pill or abortions are a form of birth control. I mean, they definitely are a form of birth control because uh, if you get an abortion, you won't have to give birth. But I'm not saying you should just fucking have unprotected sex and then just go get an abortion every time you get pregnant. That's ridiculous. That is not something I advocate. I've only taken the morning after pill twice in my life. Um, And I don't recommend it. I didn't feel good about it. It's definitely a last resort. It was definitely because the condom broke or got lost inside my vagina hole. And that sucked. So I was trying to be safe. And yet I still had to take the morning after pill. But you know what? Better to be safe than sorry. I'd rather take the morning after pill than assume I'm not pregnant and then find out I am pregnant and then have to fucking get an abortion. Oh, I've not I've not had an abortion yet. Oh, my God, you guys. But I'm sure I'll, I'll write all about it. I'm sure I'll tell everybody out there all about my first abortion. Anyway, um, what was the point of all that? Oh, yeah. Planned Parenthood. Oh, yeah. So instead of, like, you know, instead of giving yourself an at-home abortion with a rusty hanger or whatever, don't do that. Go to Planned Parenthood, and uh, they, can, they can just talk to you about any kind of sexual stuff you need to talk about. You can get tested for HIV, chlamydia, herpes, syphilis, gonorrhea. Uh, I think you can get a Gardasil shot, which is a vaccination against HPV, which all girls should do. I think guys can do it, too. But anyway, these are the experts at Planned Parenthood. If you're in a jam and you don't have health insurance and you don't want your parents finding out about shit, go to Planned Parenthood, okay? Better to be safe than sorry. Get it. Get educated, why don't you? Anyway, the, uh, the next number I'm going to give you is for the Rape and Incest National Network. They have a national sexual assault hotline. Again, this is very self-explanatory. If you've been molested or raped or sexually assault, assaulted in any way and you want to talk to somebody about it and uh, find out what the uh, course of action should be on your part, what you should do um, to deal with it, please dial area code 1-800-656-HOPE. And then there's always the tried and true, 911. It's a classic emergency telephone number. I know you've heard of it. Anyway, oh, my God. Okay, so tonight, you guys, it is, uh, it's freezing in Los Angeles. It's raining. It's ridiculous. I may or may not be wearing Ugg boots. You decide. If I am wearing Ugg boots, it's only a dream. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Um, how did I start my day today? Thanks for asking. Um, today I started my day with a vaginal ultrasound. I got an ultrasound of my tummy tum, or not of my tummy tum, of my vagina. And so what they do is it's like an ultrasound for when you're pregnant or whatever. They put like, I'm not pregnant, by the way. Um, But they put like, they did an ultrasound and they did it like on my stomach. And then the lady was like, okay, well, we just want to make sure um, that you don't have any, you know, anything crazy happening inside of you. And we can get a better look if we stick this thing inside your, your vag hole or whatever. So she put the condom on the ultrasound stick so basically I'm like, okay, well, this isn't so bad because it's like I haven't had sex in, in like a few weeks. So this is kind of cool because then, you know, it doesn't have to feel invasive and weird. I mean, I guess sex feels like that too. But it like doesn't have to feel feel like creepy and annoying and sterile. Well, I mean, sex can feel like that too. But back on track. Okay, let me get back on track. But it doesn't have to feel like clinical and horrible 
but sex. <laughs> anyway, so I just imagined I was having sex since I relaxed and, you know, I let it inside me. And actually, if I really, really remember the stick that she put inside me, it was pretty big. So that's exciting. But um, anyway, so I guess my doctor found a cyst inside my my uterus or whatever, but she said that's normal, and my doctor's going to talk to me about it, but she said that they just they appear, and then they go away, and they shrink, and they whatever. So she said it's normal, and that I'm not dying, so I'm going to assume she's telling the truth. And, uh, yeah, I will get to the phone call. So last week I didn't talk about myself at all, and this week I have some stuff to say. And so I'm going through it. I'm going through all the shit I have to say. Oh, okay. So I did the vaginal ultrasound, yeah, Um Then I went to the Olympic spa today with my best friend, Juna, and I get to the Olympic spa, and she calls me, and she's outside. And apparently right after I walked in, a there was a car chase happening, and the gunman guy with a stolen car drove into the Olympic spa parking lot, and my friend was right behind the gunman car being chased. So she pulls up behind him because she's going to the spa, and then all these cars, like, come up behind her, and she's, like, locked in between, like, this guy with a gun and his car. Then it's my girlfriend's car behind him, the bad guy. I'll call him the bad guy. And then the cops are behind her. So the cops are, like, like knocking on her door going, you know, you're not safe. You're in danger. You're in danger. Just so, just so you know, like, you can't move. Don't get out of the car. You're in danger. And I'm in this fucking spa. And then all the, and like on the security cams, all the like little cute Korean ladies, I'm not being racist. I'm just saying they're Korean and they're adorable, okay? All the cute Korean ladies, I love Korean people, P.S., FYI. Anyway, I don't know why I'm going on these tangents. Okay, but anyway, so they're all looking at the security cameras and they're looking for a key to the front door because they need to lock the door because they're afraid the gunman, the gunman is going to, the gunman, anyway, the gunman is going to come inside the Olympic spa. So I'm freaking out because I'm in the lobby and I'm looking at the door and then the fucking scary bad guy car is outside of the door and there's like uh, there are helicopters and rifles and all these guys with like cops with guns like like oh my god it was like there's like, it was just really really scary but anyway they got the bad guy Juna my friend eventually eventually pulled in to the parking lot or wherever she parked she she got out of the weird area parked somewhere walked in. We were completely frazzled and freaked out, cause we, and then we continued to spa, like like privileged white bitches, like privileged white bitchy fucking assholes. We continued to spa, but I mean, what else were we gonna do? They got the dude. We were already there, so we spawed. We spawed up a storm. Speaking of spawing up a storm, uh, my mom, who's my number one fan, her name is Leslie Knauer. She's an amazing musician, and my and my wonderful mommy that I love so much. Well, she said that she's going to be listening to my podcast, I mean radio show, while she's in the bathtub. She says that's her ritual. She's in her bathtub. She should be listening right now. In her bathtub, spawing up a storm in her bathtub, her styles. So I just want to say hello to my mommy. I love you. You're amazing. My mom is in a band. Wait, she used to be in a band? Whatever. Anyway, Precious Metal is one of her bands. Uh, Promises is another band. Canary is another band. And now she's still doing music, doing, I think she's, now she's recording her songs, but she's doing it, it's like a, a more sparse kind of recording thing where it's like this more, like a guitar and just her singing. Anyway, she's just great, and I love her so much, and I've been drumming a ton, so, um, and my mom, I've always had music around me because of my mom, and all my friends have always been musicians, and my ex-boyfriends are all like drummers, and it, and 
the funny thing is, it's only taken me like so long. Like only recently, I've been I've started like drumming every single day, and my mom has a drum kit and a bass and a guitar and and tambourine and a tambourine. Yeah, a fucking tambourine. Can you believe it? It's amazing. Try try to get one. They're they're very hard to find. Anyway. She has all this stuff, so I just go over to my mom's house every day, and I play the drums, and her boyfriend gives me a lesson, and my mom just is, like, so happy that I'm there drumming. So anyway, that is such an awesome thing. That's what I've been doing this week, and I have a bunch of girlfriends who play other instruments, and we've been rehearsing, trying to start a girl, like, a side project girl band. So if anybody out there can come up with an awesome girl band name, please call in and let me know or email me at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. And give me your your uh, suggestion for a, a sexy all girl band. And here here's the direction that the band is taking. We are going to be we, our, our sound is dark, sexy, tough, and melodic. Okay. Anyway, I have so many other things to tell you. Let's see, Olympic Spa. I told you drumming. Told you. Oh oh, I have to ask you guys about long distance ro- uh, romances because I'm in a long distance romance but it's getting a little sad because I'm starting to get a little bit lonely because I really like this guy who lives in another town, but it's lonely. Being in a long-distance romance is a very lonely thing, and it makes me sad because I I prefer to have somebody who lives in L.A. love me. Is that possible? Do you think I can find anybody in L.A. who would love me? What's wrong with me? Anyway, um, ooh. Tomorrow, I'm going with my friend Gideon. Um, I'm going with my friend Gideon to... I have to tell you these things. God damn it. What's happening here? Oh, tomorrow, my writer friend Gideon and I are going to a Catholic church for confessional because he's doing an article about trying to get free therapy via church confessionals. So that's exciting. So so uh, stay posted. I mean, stay... Uh, I'll keep you posted on that one because I'm excited. I've never been to a confessional before in my life. I'm not religious. My father's Jewish. My mom's not. I don't know what I am. I like Christmas trees, but I live by myself, and I, I'm too, I always want to buy Christmas trees, but I never buy Christmas trees, but that's as religious as I get. Uh, I like Christmas movies. I eat ham. I consider myself culturally Jewish. I don't know what it all means. That's neither here nor there, but that's what I'm doing tomorrow. Another thing I want to say one day I will get to the phone calls, I swear to God. Another thing I want to say is happy birthday to my beautiful friend, Brooke. It's her birthday. I love you, Brooke. Uh, I'm going to her birthday party this Saturday, and I'll tell you about the fact that I'm going to a Laker game on Sunday later. All right, I'm going to get to the fucking phone calls. This is ridiculous. I have so much to tell you, though. All right, area code 416. 416. Is this Florence? Yes. Oh, my God, Florence. This is Alexi. Tell me everything. Hi, um, okay, I have, like, the thing about the long, before I get to my problem, I live in with a long-distance relationship. Um, my parents are in one, and I think, like, they, my dad is visiting right now, and distance relationship can work because he visits, like, a few months, and they've been together for, like, almost 20 years now, so... Um, I think they can work, and I think you should have, like, a little bit more hope, I guess. Hmm. Okay, so I need to have hope, but how do they work, though? Like, how, what, what are your parents, what are your parents, they, do they get together, like, how does it work between them? 
well, my dad, he um he lives in another country because of his job, but then he visits he visits like every few months, and then but then they talk on the phone a lot and they text and they Skype and they email like so yeah. Oh my God, how old are you by the way? I'm 14. You're 14. Okay, so um, yikes! Every few months, that's a long time. But yeah. You know what? Here's what I think also, um, but they they weren't long distance when they first met each other though, right? No, they um they lived in the same they met at a protest and then um so that's why like and then they've been together ever since I guess and that's why they're they're they're, they're like trying to work it out. Okay. Oh my god well, you know, the only thing is I I've only known this guy for three months. And it's been long distance the whole time. So I have to have I have to have hope. Yes, I understand that. But I'm just I'm just having a lot of I'm having an internal struggle. It's difficult. It is. Anybody out there who is in a long distance relationship, I applaud you. It is fucking difficult. And but there are a lot of things. But anyway, anyway, this is neither here nor there. Florence, this is about you. Please tell me and everybody listening what your problem is. Okay. Um, I am like 14 and um I'm kind of like overweight I guess I weigh between like 135 to 145 and I'm only 5 foot 1 and I don't know I think this problem started like last year because I had a throat infection and then when I went to go get my medicine they checked my weight and they said I was 130 but then I lost like weight over the summer but then I gained it all back because I fell into like a depression over like the last couple of months and I was binge eating a lot and now I want to know how to like lose weight because it's kind of like bothering me now. Well, here's the thing, and you, okay, everybody, Florence sent me an email um, last Wednesday or last week, and I told her to uh, to call in, and in the email, she mentioned something that her mom said that bothered me. Will you share that with everybody? Um. Yeah, we got into a fight last last Wednesday, and then she called me fat. Ugh, what a fucking asshole. I'm sorry, so I shouldn't call your mom an asshole. That, that doesn't make it better, like it's almost as bad as her calling you fat and me calling her an asshole, but... But that's, I mean, that's, there's no excuse for that. She's, I mean, I know people get sloppy and they say things that are harsh with, with their family members because they think they can say whatever, but you're her 14-year-old daughter, and that's just like, that makes me so angry at her. That's so, fuck her. Fuck her for saying that. I'm sorry, I'm just going to say it. If I'm your big sister, I can say fuck you to your mom, okay? Okay, I know. I was pretty okay. mad, too. Yeah, you should be. Well, and here's the thing, like, First of all, with your with your weight stuff, like you're 14, I get it. Like, you know, I'm. In, people at every age are concerned with their weight, and and it is an obsession. And we live in a in a society where people are super weight conscious, and like, you know, that's why there are all these diet books and things on TV, and everybody on TV and the internet, they're all so fucking skinny, and it's like, and you know, and clothes are cut so small, and supermodels are tiny. It's like, of course, like. Weight is an issue, and it's gonna. If you're near a girl, and you live in the society in 2011, you're going to be hard on yourself when it comes to not being what you think is the ideal weight or not looking a certain way. So if you're okay, so you're five one between 135 and 145. Now, first, are you still binge eating? Um. Well, like today I ate like 
I don't know. I was I ate some food and then after I was re- like really really hungry. So then I ate like another two bowls of rice, I guess, because I was so hungry and I guess a little bit, I think. And yeah. Okay, here's the thing. Um oh god, I have so many things to tell you. Have you ever been to a nutritionist? Um no. Okay, maybe write some of this down, okay? Do you have a pen and paper or something? I'm going to look for one. Hold on. Um. Okay, I have one. Okay, now the first first one, I'm going to tell you something, and I, I think I emailed this to you, but you have to stop being so mean to yourself. And, and even if your mom said that mean thing to you, um, Put it, yeah, I know it's hard, but just push it out of your brain and, and stop stop being so hard on yourself. Stop, like, looking in the mirror and looking at every aspect of your body and judging yourself and being really harsh to yourself and, not, and being disappointed with what you see because here's something my mom told me. My mom told me, she said, she said, if you hate your body, if you hate your body, why, why should it do anything you want it to do? You know, so you just, you just have to stop being so mean to yourself and, and beating yourself up because... This is what you look like, and if you want to get better, you can take – and not better, but if you want to lose weight – oh, that was horrible. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say better. But if you want to lose weight and get smaller, and that would make you happier, um, do it in a really healthy way, but know it's going to take some time. And in the meantime, just love your body as you reach your ideal weight, okay? Okay. And how about – okay, are you drinking any water? Yeah, I drink a lot, a lot of water. You do? Yeah, like, I drink it, I never really drink soda, and whenever I drink, I drink water with everything I eat, and if I drink, like, soda or something, it feels kind of, like, weird, so I drink a lot of water. You know, another part of this, too, is you're 14 years old, you're hormonal, you're growing up. Oh, my God, I was chunky when I was 14 years old. It's It's like... Like I'm five eleven and I don't know how much I weigh. How I, I weigh, I weigh whatever I weigh. But like, I I have baby fat. When you're fourteen, you have baby fat. It's okay. Like some people are just like they're they're they feel overweight or they're chubby or whatever. And then like you need to eat a lot because you're like you're growing. You're having growing pains and you need it to like fucking grow. You know. But here's what I would say. When you sit down to eat, well, first of all, you, you should tell your mom. You should be like, Mom, if you think, Mom, if you think I'm fucking fat, how about you set up an appointment with a nutritionist so I can sit down with an expert and she can tell me how to approach my eating habits, okay? okay. This is what I think. If, okay, no soda. Continue drinking lots of water. Um, there was a point where I was really loving my body when I was, when, uh, when I was drinking like three bottles, three 1.5-liter bottles of water a day. Or just just drink two 1.5 liter bottles of water a day, okay? Okay. Don't drink soda. Um, I really do strongly suggest you see a nutritionist because they will tell you about balanced meals and what you should be eating. But here's another good idea. When you go out with your girlfriends or when you go out with your friends or whatever, or whenever you have a meal, just eat half of it. That's what a lot of my friends do and, like, you know, you can just eat half of your meal. You don't have to finish everything on your plate, okay? You can taste everything. You eat half of it and leave the other half. Maybe save it for later and have that for dinner or or something like that. Or just eat half of your dinner or half of your lunch because cause then you're not starving. You're eating something healthy. It looks like, like chicken and salad or chicken and, and rice or whatever. 
um, or some kind of protein and something else and like a grain or and like a vegetable, you know? Yeah. But just eat half of it. But I'm not a nutritionist, so I feel I, I feel like I'm not qualified to give you these like this advice. But I'm just giving you tips like what what I do for myself. You know, if if I can follow this like if I can follow this advice, you can follow this advice. Okay. So no soda, lots of water. Only finish half of the food on your plate. Always leave something on your plate so you don't fucking just have like some bare empty plate that you want to lick. You know. Yeah. Um. Also, do you eat a lot of bread or pizza or what do you, do you eat? Like no fast food, no pizza. I would say cut out bread for maybe like three months or something. This, this is just weird big sister advice. Are you there? I hardly ever eat bread. Like I, I never. I feel really disgusting, disgusted when I eat bread. I used to eat a lot of bread, but then I hardly ever ever eat bread anymore. Oh, but you shouldn't feel disgusting if you eat bread because it's okay to eat bread. I'm just saying that if you want to, if you want to go on a diet, oh God, if you want to go on a diet and you want to lose weight and you want to see results kind of quick, maybe cut out the bread or just have one piece of bread a day or no bread for a few for a few like I don't know weeks or a month or something. But again, you shouldn't feel disgusted for having bread. It's okay. You can have rice. You can have bread. You can have whatever. But just. Just not very much of it, just in moderation, just, you know, in, like, portion control. But I, again, like, God, is your mom there? Oh, she's sleeping. Oh, my God, she's sleeping. Where are you calling from? From my house. Oh, I know, but what part of town? Um, Ontario in Canada. Oh, okay, got it. All right, she's sleeping. I, do you think she would take you to see a nutritionist? Um, I don't think so because, like, my mom, she doesn't really... Where where we're like where she's originally from, she doesn't really do not she's not really accustomed to like this kind of thing. Like she doesn't really take me and my brother to the doctor or anything like that. Like because when she grew where she grew up, it was like kind of hard. She grew up in Haiti, like, and she had to mm-hmm. fend for herself, I guess. So um, that's why she. I don't think she would take me to a nu- nutritionist. Um, can you, what, oh, so are you in eighth grade or are you in ninth grade? I'm in eighth grade. You're in eighth grade. Is there a school counselor you can talk to and talk to them about nutrition? Because you should have a nutrition class in eighth grade. Um, yeah, but then it was canceled because, um, they were, oh, no. they're renovating, they're renovating the school and they canceled those classes. Okay, but can't you go? Isn't there a teacher you can? I mean, if you go to a teacher or you don't have a guidance counselor at your school, I have a guidance counselor. Okay, here's what I want you to do. Tomorrow, are you going to school? Yeah. Tomorrow, uh, I want you to go knock on your guidance counselor's door and say, "Listen, I'm having this issue with my with my weight. I'm not happy with my body. I'd like to talk to an expert about as far as eating habits go. I would really love to talk to a nutritionist, but my mom." would never take me to see a nutritionist, so I'm going to you because you're a grown-up, you're an adult, and I feel like and I, I want to ask you what I should do as far as talking to somebody who could talk to me about nutrition. Can you do that? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so but as for now, if you wanted to do a healthy diet this week, have a try a little exercise and then call uh, try a little try this exercise I'm going to give you and then call me next week and we'll talk about it, all right? Okay. Here's what I want you to start keeping a food journal. Okay, because I've heard Oprah talk about this, and if Oprah's talked about this, it's okay. Anyway, um, start keeping a food journal where you list the stuff you're eating so, you, so we can get an idea of, 
of what you're doing. And just be real honest. It's not, it's, there's no right or wrong to it, okay? Just just journal, write down everything everything you eat every day, okay? Yeah, okay. Um, we already agreed, no soda, no fast food, drink lots of water. It would be cool if you could take a multivitamin uh, with, with food. So with your breakfast or your lunch, take a multivitamin. You can get them at like Whole Foods or Target or uh, whatever, a supermarket or, you know, a vitamin store. You know where you can get a, a multivitamin? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah, like um, yeah, I know where. Okay, good. So so get like a a women's uh multivitamin because you know you need like vitamin D and B and and you just it's it's important. Um, how about for for a little bit you just eat um like chicken salads. Cut out maybe the carbohydrates for like a few weeks, okay? I'm not saying for your lifetime, but don't eat bread and don't eat rice for a few weeks. Have like chicken, salad, there's this grain called quinoa. Have you ever heard of it? No. Okay. Oh, God. Do you go to the supermarket by yourself ever? Um, Not really. All right. Let's just try chicken salads. We're going to do protein and vegetables, okay? So have broccoli, salad, dressing on the side, no weird creamy like dressings, Okay. Um, no binge eating. Just like, and don't, don't be, don't be like, oh, I'm disgusting. I'm eating this thing. Like, if you're having a craving for a piece of chocolate, have some chocolate. If you're having a craving for something, have it. Don't restrict yourself so you're like, oh my god, I, I'm starving. Ah, I'm gonna eat like a, an entire pizza by myself and then feel bad about it. You know, like, don't, don't do that. Just, just go listen. This is my body. I love myself. This is not exactly where I wanted, where I where I want to be forever as far as how much I weigh and what I look like. But the main goal is that you're healthy. So if you're telling me you're binge eating and and you feel disgusted with yourself, that's unhealthy. If your body weight never changes, that's fine. You're beautiful. You're great. Just it's 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 about being healthy. And if you're if you're overweight because you're binge eating and you're eating tons of soda and fast food and lots of shit and just like too much food, that's one thing. But if this is just supposed to be your weight, then that's 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 okay then. But we have to figure out what the difference is. So you have to cut out the binge eating, only drink water, um, you know, occasionally juice, cut out the carbohydrates for a few weeks. Do you do any exercise? Um, I go to the YMCA every Saturday and I usually like run track there a little bit. So um I guess it's running. Well, here's what I think. I think that even walking is even better for you or just as good for you as running because running is kind of hard on your knees, I don't know, and, and makes your boobs sag, I feel like. But if you just take an hour, if you walk around your track over and over and over and you have your you know, your iPod in or you're listening to music for an hour a day, if you just go on a kind of a brisk, fast-paced walk and you go with a friend or something, go just go on a walk listening to music or go talk with your girlfriend and just kind of walk fast. Don't walk super slow. Do that for an hour a day, cut out the carbs for a few weeks, drink water, no fast food, no binge eating, and just eat. And, and if you get hungry in between breakfast, lunch, and dinner, have like a handful of almonds. You know, have some almonds or some kind of like, or cashews, or like dry roasted almonds and dry roasted cashews, just a handful, unsalted, just so you aren't like your blood sugar just so you're not starving yourself and, and you get too starving and then, then you freak out and get all moody and then eat a ton of bullshit, you know? Yeah, okay. Does any of that make sense? Yeah, it does. 
can you do me a favor? Can you call me next week and please let me know how you are? Because I, I, I've never given such detailed, uh, like, nutrition or advice to somebody, and I feel a little bit bizarre doing it because uh, I'm, I just want to make sure I don't do anything wrong. And so I just want to check in with you. Please check in with me next week and just, like, we'll go over your food journals. We'll, talk, we'll see where you're at. If you talk to your school counselor, please talk to your counselor tomorrow, okay? Okay. And uh, just call me next week, and I, I, I have your number in front of me, so I'll pick it up. Okay. And also, just fuck your mom. Who cares if she said that? That's ridiculous. That's her problem. You're great. And just look at look at yourself in the mirror, and just like, just look at yourself in the mirror, and just. It sounds so cheesy, but just bear with me. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, "I love you." I swear to God, like, just because you're beautiful, like you're you're here, like you're just as good as anybody else, like. Whatever weight you are, I swear to God, you know, just the important part is that you're healthy and just be kind to yourself. Please be kind to yourself because this is the body you're in, okay? Like, this is the body you chose. Like, you're in this body. So, love it, okay? Okay. Please, okay? Okay. You're awesome, yeah. See, I'm like your new best friend and you're already over me. It's not... Okay. Right um, there? Yeah. All right. Are you okay? What are your thoughts and feelings? Anything good? Um. Yeah, everything's good. I'm glad I called. Yeah, you know what? And and just always remember, you have me. I'm your friend. I'm Alexi. You can call me whenever. I mean, basically not whenever, like only Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I'm here. So just know that, and you're all good, you know? Okay. Okay, I love you. Okay, bye. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. I know I said I love you. It's probably a little too soon. It's a little weird. Why would you, you know, I, I'm not upset you didn't say I love you back. It's a big deal. We, we said it. Okay, anyway. All right. Area code 416. Hmm. Interesting. Area code 204. Hi. I know that took forever. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? Um, I have been uh, seeing this guy who is uh, religious. I personally am not, but I have an open mind uh, to experience, like, people's new ideals in my life, but I'm torn between my logic about organized religion and also being open-minded to other people's lifestyles. Um, My question is, how much should one compromise within a relationship? Well, here's the one thing. Okay, um... Look, first of all, what's your name, how old are you, and where are you calling from? I am 22. I'm Janelle from Winnipeg. All right. Okay, here's the deal. Um, compromising, that's an interesting word uh, because it would be one thing if he was like, I'm Catholic, and I want you to convert, and you have to come to church with me every single Sunday and believe in everything I believe. Like, <sighs> then, then, and then if you did that, you'd be, like, compromising your beliefs and what you think and, and how you feel and what you want to do with your time. But if he just believes in what he believes in and he just wants to hang out with you and he doesn't really talk about it that much and it's not that big of a deal, um, then you're not really compromising anything. But you're having an inner conflict because the inner conflict is, hmm, how can I call this person my boyfriend? How can uh, – if he doesn't represent me? Because sometimes when we have boyfriends – we put all this fucking expectation on them. They have to, like, have everything. We have to check everything off the list. Is he cute? Is he stylish? Is he funny? Does he make money? Is he uh, interesting? Is he sexy? Is he good in bed? 
Is he blah, 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 all this shit. Oh, he's religious. Well, I don't agree with that. So, ugh, he doesn't really represent my ideal guy. And, like, ugh, like, if he believes in that, like, ugh, I don't believe in that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so so you're more having an inner conflict than, than like, compromising, right? Mm-hmm. So, That's I mean, what does he do? Pardon me? Like, does what? he, like, what does he want you to do? Um, well, I definitely, there is no pressure to go to church, but I definitely, I personally have not been to church in my life. So I always like to experience new stuff, and I have no problem with, you know, going there, and it's on my own will and stuff like that. It's not uh, any kind of pressure situation at all. Okay, but, like, does he, is he super religious, or does he just go with his parents? Like, what does he, how, how, what does he say about his religion to you? Like, how religious is he? He's he's quite religious, yes. Like how? What's quite religious? Because I'm so not religious. Like so, tell oh, me. Okay, let's see. Um, he's definitely. Um, you know what? He definitely has. You know the whole like, um, no sex before marriage kind of thing, and yeah, pretty really? much to that extent. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Uh, well, here's the deal. You'll. There are two things. If you really love him, you'll and, and it's all good. You'll stay with him. If uh, if you fall out of love with him or you're not into him anymore, if you're not into him anymore, the religion, the religious excuse is perfect. You can use that as an excuse. You can use that to start talking yourself out of being with him. You can be like, oh well, you know, this isn't working. Plus, he's like all religious or whatever. So like, uh, I just got to get out of this, you know. But. Um, if it's, if his, oh God, and if you want to have sex with him and you get, get really frustrated because of the whole religious thing, you know, you might hit that wall too, where you're like, shit, like, this is not my problem. I don't care. I'm never going to marry you because mm-hmm. I'm, you're only 22. Like, do you really think you're going to marry this guy? Well, I don't really look that far into the future. Yeah. Well, let me just be your big sis right now and be like, you're not going to marry him. Okay. You're 22 years old. <laughs> do me a favor. Do me a favor. Don't marry him because you have a whole... Like, do you have hopes and dreams and goals? Oh, yeah. I definitely focus on my own life and kind of do my own thing. And if somebody happens to fall into my life, you know, that's perfectly fine. I mean, yeah. But and also it's great to, like, have somebody and make compromises and, and whatever. And, like, they can have their life and you can have your life. You can coexist. But I say deal with that when you're, in your, when you're in your 30s and whatever. Like, you need to, like, how many people have you had sex with? How many people? Yeah. One. One, all right, and it's not going to be this guy, so he's not even going to be number two. So <laughs> I, I, I prefer, I, I prefer it if you like racked up a bunch of uh, uh, safe. Yeah, if, if you have, if you have a lot of safe sex uh, down the road with a bunch of different people, and then you know, uh, and dated a lot of people, that's what I want for you. You know, yeah, that everybody is, is that what you want to. Well, that's definitely why we're not dating. It's just we're kind of like seeing each other and just like seeing how things, you know, go. You know, okay. it's definitely on my this? side, yeah. How about this? You continue to date him. I want to know if he even holds up the whole sex before marriage thing. Like, I mean, because one, one amazing blowjob from you, all of a sudden, all bets are off. He's probably going to be inside of you, and you're going to be like, what about your religion? And he's going to be like, what religion? You know what I mean? But we'll, we'll see. How about just, just take it slow. Make out with him, mm-hmm. go to movies, go on dates, have, uh, don't have sex. Uh, I don't know how far he'll go. By the way, don't have anal sex with him. He, there might be some weird religious loophole where uh, where he thinks really, uh, like anal sex is not sex, but it is, and he can't do that with you. Yeah, that kind of contradicts each other, yeah. 
Yeah, but then what about and all the priests? Yeah. What about all the priests who are like, you know, sodomizing uh like the little altar boys? Mhm. Creepy. Does does that not kind of sex? I think it does. Anyway, yeah, that's the problem on. with organized religion is just there's so much hypocrisy within it and that even I see it within anybody that's religious is that there's so much, you know, contradicting between your beliefs and what you actually what your actions are. Well, there you go. Well, that's see, you're gonna you're gonna know how you feel. Just like hang out with them if you want, and then as you hang out with them, just pay attention to your feelings and what you're thinking, and and you know, communicate with him and see how he responds. Um, you know, don't keep all your holes shut and uh, <laughs> except your mouth holes. If you can make out, that's fine. And who knows? Maybe he'll cave, or maybe you'll you'll be fine hanging out with him and just keep your eyes open. Uh, for somebody else who walks by who isn't as religious and maybe it's better for you. But life is long, we hope. So you're 22 years old. Just pay attention to how you feel. I think you already have your answer. You already have your answer, but why not just go on a few dates with him? (laughs) Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. I hope that helped all. That was crazy. That was absolutely wonderful. Thank you. All right. Bye, Janelle. Bye. All right. Taking another phone call, area code 440. Hey. Hey, girl, hey. Who's this? <laughs> this is Laura and Sam. Oh, wait, Laura How and are you? Sam? Yeah. How are you guys? How old are you? Where are you calling from? We're calling from L.A. Oh, my God. Do I know Sorry, you guys? I'm, I'm 24. I'm 24 and Sam is 21. You're 21, right? 21. What is going What's on? What's up? Are you, Are you dating? Yeah. This is exciting. What's yeah. going on? Have you guys ever called before? And we're talking. Wait, what? Um, Sam, Sam's refusing to talk, so I'll I'll take the rope. Oh, we're gonna need to talk to Sam. Sam, you guys are both drunk. You said. No, no, no. Sam just won't talk, so I said I'll take the rope. All right. What's going on with you guys? I'm excited. Okay. Basically, Sam refuses to admit to everyone else that we're dating because she's still in the closet. Wait. Sam is a girl? Yeah, Sam's a girl. Oh, wait. Sam is refusing to date. Sam is refusing to admit all the other people that she's dating. What? Me. Sam, oh, wait, my girlfriend. Uh-huh. Sam, Sam and me are dating. Sam's a girl, and she refuses to tell everyone that we're dating because she's still in the closet. This is interesting because this is exactly a storyline on Glee. What? Yeah. I don't the, uh, uh, me neither. Me neither. I'm so, uh, totally. <laughs> Um, yeah, that shows for ridiculous people, and that's not us. So, um, on a side note, I have a girl from Michael. What? I said, so not us. What? I said, so not us. Okay, your connection, is, your connection is kind of difficult to understand. Ooh. Okay. All right, hold on. All right. Okay, anyway. Well, listen, it's Sam's right there. I said, by the way, P.S., I have a crush on Michael Sarah, but that's neither here nor there. I just want to throw that out there to everybody. I have, a, I have an intense crush on Michael Sarah. Okay, anyway, um, 
for today. That's my crush of the day on Wednesday. Here's my point. Sam's in the room with you. If Sam doesn't want to come out of the closet, Sam doesn't want to come out of the closet. Like, that's her issue. Like, for whatever reason, she's worried about what people are going to think and, and what her parents might think. Do her parents know she's gay? No. Maybe everybody knows Sam's gay, except she just doesn't want to tell everybody she's dating you because she's dating so many other girls. Whoa. I don't think that's the case because, like, she's not even out on the scene. She's not even out on the scene, no. but you're out on the scene? What are you doing out on the scene? No, I am out on the scene. Like, until Sam's willing to, like, validate a relationship, I'm going to be out on the scene. Well, hold on. This is a very personal thing. Like, first of all, I, you know, if I were in Sam's position, I would be out. I would be telling people. I'd be openly making out with you in public. It would be great. Uh, we'd be at the, at the movies, holding hands, sharing popcorn, making out, whatever. Um, but I'm not Sam. You're not Sam. For whatever reason, this is a super personal thing. Like, I don't know. She's right in front of you. You can ask her. She should probably be able to explain herself better than I can explain her to you. But, like, keep in mind, you know, it's a big deal. It's it's a big deal to people because if she's been keeping it a secret this long, she's probably worried about what people are going to think or, if, or like, what her parents are Do her parents know? I don't think so. Damn, do your parents You don't know. think so? She's, she's right there. Why, why are, how does you not know? Why are you just not talking to Sam? Here's the deal. Sam, get on the phone. Sam, get on the phone. Sam. We have have four four more minutes of the show. Let's finish up the show right now. I got got three calls in because I fucking talk so much. I'm on the phone, so you can take that. What? I said Sam on. I can barely understand you. We have four more minutes of the show, and I'd like to understand both of you. So you guys, can can you look alive and speak clearly? Hello. Sorry. Why don't you take another call because Sam is refusing here. All right. Well, here's the deal. You guys just sit down. Sam should, like, really get to the core of her soul and and be able to explain to you why she doesn't want to come out. Listen, if she's not ready to come out, she's not ready to come out. You have to be understanding. It's not about you. It's about her. I mean, that's at least what we both think. I mean, yeah. does she she love you? Does she tell you she loves you? No. Listen, she's like there. What? It's a new thing, you know. So, yeah, we do need to sit down. I agree. Yeah, but keep in mind, like, don't make it all about you. If it's a new thing and you guys are just starting to see each other, don't make this all about your ego and and you being like, I need you to come on all this shit. Like, this is a really personal thing. It's very delicate, so it's not just something super casual. And even though you're blasé about your sexuality, I don't know if you're bisexual or just only or, or just into girls, but it's not as it's not. Everybody is so different. It's it might not. It's obviously not as easy for her. So so just if you really care about her, you'll hold her hand. And if you have and if you can have patience, then stay with her and hold her hand and have patience. If if you can't, then it's not meant to be because this is where she's at. You guys are in different places, and if you can coexist and compromise and work it out, awesome. If you can't, that's fine, too. It wasn't meant to be. But she's right in front of you, so sit down, have some tea, get some potato chips, do some, I don't know, fucking talk it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, we've got two more minutes left of the show. I'm going to take this phone call, area code 801. Hi. Hi, who's this? 
Hi, this is Frank from Utah. Oh, Frank from Utah. I am, oh, yay, yay, holy shit. Are you there? Oh, yay, yay. All right, taking another call. Area code 330? 330? 933? All right, I don't know what's going on here, but this is ridiculous. Um, area code, ooh, 818? Hello? Hello, who's Hello? this? Hello? Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Marcus. Oh, my goodness, Marcus. Oh. Last call of the night. Oh, Tell me everything real quick. Uh, uh, Edgar's cousin, uh, he's being a little pansy because he doesn't want to talk to you about uh, what happened a few weeks ago. Okay, what, where are we at? What's happening? Um, I don't know. I guess she's not talking to him. Or, Edgar, what's going on? All right. This could be a little oh, confusing. You might have to come back to speak. He's on Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Tell the people what the problem is. What's the problem? Um, he's saying that it's just getting awkward for him, and he's not, like, really comfortable asking her out anytime soon. I know, but refresh my memory about what the problem oh, is, because for everybody oh, says, wait, call Oh, no, no, it's okay. Call him back next week, because I only have, like, 60 seconds left of the show. Just call him back next week and, and, and explain every detail. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, Bye. You guys, I took way too long to the phone call, but it's only because I care and I really want to get to the bottom of everything and make sure that everybody hears exactly what I'm saying and that I even understand what the fuck I'm talking about. Anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by boycrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Next week, I'm going to have a special guest. His name is Todd Weisenbaker. I hope I said his name right. I probably fucked it up. Anyway, he's a musician. Google him. Tell all your friends about I'mBoyCrazy.com. Follow me on Twitter at I'mBoyCrazy. Friend me on Facebook. Uh, all the info is on I'mBoyCrazy.com. You can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. You guys, I love you. Here's a song called He's So Fine by the Chiffons. Yeah, I'm going to play this. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for 100 bucks from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%.
Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for and plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by the reward card requires online registration.